0: The Flex and Frooms daily podcast. Brought
1: to you by k Listen here. Oh, if there's one thing about Flex Mummy. Yeah. There is no one thing. There's multiple things. Oh, so many things. Let's do a quick chat. She's wearing white crocs. More of an understated croc with some letters. What does it say? Spooky. With 77? Yeah. What's 77? You don't know? Nope. It's all right. She's wearing jeans. A wide leg wash jean option. And a pink top with Jordan on it and some gold. jewels. Is gorgeous it not purple? Jewels? Oh, did I say pink? Yeah. Anyway, today's podcast, we're talking about dreams. We're talking about dating. We're talking about an am I the arsehole sent in by a girl. It's about her sister and Christmas or a woman, actually.
0: I think she's of age. <laughs> anyway,
1: Friday things. Let's get to it.
0: Flex, Flex. and Frooms. Here's a very helpful dating tip for you because I know you need it. Not you in particular, me, but anybody listening, it's it's a jungle out there. The stories I've heard, I'm personally scared. As for me, I'm saving myself for a vampire, but let's not get into that right now. Here is a question you have to, have to, have to ask on a date. Ask the person, tell me about your best friend and what you love about them. Pause. I didn't make this question up contrary to popular belief. I got it from this TikTok from the user... Elise Warren, listen to her take... Tell me about your best friend. What do you love about them? It doesn't matter who their best friend is. It could be their mom, their brother, their coworker, their roommate, their friend from high school that they haven't seen in a while. It doesn't matter who it is, but if they can't keep a long lasting friendship or make a good friend out of somebody that they love, that's a problem. If they can't describe that person lovingly, either like they keep good friends with bad company or they're just really bad at appreciating a person who they ought to love most and have an easy time describing their positive attributes, that's a problem. Wow. Do you like that? I do. Will you use it? Yep. No, you won't. No, well, I will. do you ask on a date? I'm intrigued. Um, are you yeah. just doing bits back and forth? Do you have forth? any brothers and sisters? <laughs> <laughs> the classics. What's your favourite colour? <laughs> <laughs> I recommend you all ask, been like, there. what's your favourite movie? You
1: I definitely don't ask about movies or music or this or that because I don't care. Yeah. I want to know about your personal life. So I'll do the family, the dogs, the pets, the job. Mm-hmm. Anything about tastes. I can see it from the close.
0: <laughs>
1: Don't open them. I've mouth. seen
0: what I need no. to see, and I like it. So is that so once you've gone through, you know their their government ID, then what are you asking? I guess I'd want to know about the friends, but I'd be scared of what I'm
1: going to find out. Hmm. If someone if someone you were dating had shit friends,
0: would that affect you? I think we all have shit friends. There we go. How would you describe your best friend? I'm not getting into that right now. <laughs> 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 Flex and frums. I had my first dinner party the other day. It looked really, really good. Did There'll you put it on Instagram? No, I haven't yet. I haven't debuted it yet, but I will. I will. I'm trying to do this thing where I don't Instagram in real time if I don't have to. Work, fine, but personal occasions, just get the content, put it up when you got a moment. You know what I'm saying? Um, And people are like, what are you going to cook? I said, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? What I did, I called up Mateo Double Bay. I said, babes, we're putting in an order. And I'm a VIP there. I'm a VIP. Mm-hmm. You get discounts and everything. I said, you Put get an- discounts. Babes, come on. I told you, when I get outside, when socialite era began, we're not playing. We're not playing. <laughs> I'm making connections. Yeah, how are you going? Yeah, tell the chef it was amazing. Anyway, so the dinner was great. But what happened was, because there was people going, me and my three best friends, and like we're coming from different locations. I was like trying to time the food with them coming, right? And my other best friend was like, Why are you rushing them? You know, you can just put it in the oven. I was like, babes, we don't use those appliances. <laughs> decoration purposes. Decoration only, only please. I kind of wafting, 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 wafting. So wait,
1: wait, 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 There's four of you. Yeah. And you didn't cook.
0: Correct. Okay. Thank you, Your Honor. And no further <laughs> questions. <laughs> <laughs> you could have you could have made your own matteo pasta, Matteo. I could, but I'm not. The dinner party is not when I learn to cook a meal. You know what? Bring me over next time. I'm not
1: going to join yeah. the party. I'm going to be the shoe no, chef. No,
0: there will be an extended dinner party. Don't get it. I no. know you're a little bit upset. It was just the inner circle this time. No. I did say your dinner party is coming. <laughs> Do not stress. Don't try and weasel your way in. off to be the <laughs> chef. Ratatouille in the
1: kitchen. <laughs> Literally, I just, I would love to cook in front of you to impress you. Oh, to cook in
0: front of me. I do yeah. have a really great kitchen for cooking. I do a great, huge island. See, I need some like of that. A little, a little three by one. I'm I'm working on a granite <laughs> kitchen bench <laughs>
1: that's rounded off. It's oh. from the 90s. I'm
0: so sorry. I, don't know, it's I hard. am. It's hard. I am. Hey, but I got this really great DM from someone. At first, I thought they were just doing, you know, a little bit of, of a jokey, jokey joke. But I thought, you know, let me take you seriously because you would want that from me. They said, Hello. Dilemma theme for the party. So last night I had a dream and in it my boyfriend just did something weird, like not immoral, not bad, just like weird. So weird that if he did it in real life, I'd be like, "Mm, it's rubbing me the wrong way. You make me feel uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? And now I can't disassociate him with the thing he did in my dream. Oh, no. Is it bad? Is it normal? Am I unlocking a secret understanding about him or am I just being stupid? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, is it her intuition being like, babe, let me paint the picture clearly for you in this subconscious place or is she just freaking out for no reason? She's trying to figure out if dreams are unlocking stories that are important, like, you know, peeking inside the soul, or if we just forget about them. The thing that happened in the dream, by the way, was that he said he was going to get lunch, but instead paid an extortionate amount for a place you stay inside all day and have all three meals provided. But he went alone and didn't tell me. So he said he was going to get lunch. He went to a bed and breakfast. He's having a little, some alone time. Literally. Do you do that for me? Do you have any dreams where you're like, hmm, this is rubbing me the wrong way. I don't know if I can trust them anymore. So I had a dream. I was going to the movies to see an action movie. I think Mission
1: Impossible. Mm -hmm. This was really uh, vivid. And then I'm sitting down and there's stalls above us because we're in an old theatre. And I'm with Millie Sykes, who's this stylist. So random that I'm with her in this theatre. Not that
0: random. We've all been together before.
1: Yeah. But I think I was with my family as well. So she had no business being there. And the people above us are pissing on our backs. <laughs> which this is a traumatic experience that I experienced at the bloody cricket in Melbourne 15 years ago. Oh, it really happened? The first footy game I ever went to, I was 13, and they threw piss <gasps> on us. And I've been back a few The times. same team? No, like the people above us, in the stands above us. But you were on the same team? Yeah, who knows? They were just Feral. doing larrikin vibes. Ew. So the... <laughs> in the dream, someone's like pissing on our backs. I get over it. As I say, I am one to erupt. I grab a plastic gun out of my pocket (laughs) and I go to shoot the guy that's doing it. Everything erupts. I'm getting arrested. (gasps) And Millie Sykes gets PTSD from it and can never work again. So what happens? My punishment is paying for her bills for the rest of her life. Yeah. So I have really scary dreams like that. Yeah. But I always have dreams that, my mum has betrayed me.
0: Mm. Every single time my mum
1: is in my dream, she's betraying me and I'm getting angry at her. Whoa. And she's never once done anything. It's so weird. Mm. Can we get a dream
0: ex-suit so like, on? So suspicious of her. You're like, well, when's the shoe going to drop, babe? Because I know you. I've seen the real you. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, though? What do you think? That is super scary. I don't know. I think dreams are really important. I'm a, I'm a dreamer. I used to write them down a lot, but then I found I was getting too... Mm, I was lo- relying too much on my recall and not looking at broader themes, how I'm feeling, things like that, that are actually helping me interpret them broadly, you know? Um, I. It's funny, the, when my mum was in my dreams when I was younger, not necessarily when I'm older, it was always my family being really embarrassed of me. Like I would go into the city and be like, oh my God, like what are you guys doing here? They'd be like, oh, um, and then like inch away from me I'd be like, <laughs> what is happening because my family loves me so it, i was like what are we doing is this is a bit is this is a bit and my family does do bits like every birthday i had when i was at my family home they'd pretend they'd forget about my birthday every year <laughs> same same joke oh like what what and then they be like oh you know like sorry we forgot and then they give me my gift to be like a gift wrapped in a gift wrapped in a gift type <laughs> thing it's just we've done it you know but it's sweet but I'm like, damn, what is that about? Very interesting. Can you get mad at people um who do cooked things in your dream? Look, I definitely bookmark it a lot. Because sure. I've had some wild dreams. Like once
1: oh, uh, do you want to hear it? Yeah, of course. A friend of mine was friends with a bunch of these guys and they were kind of like rock metal, long hair yarn. Yeah, love a rock dog. Love a rock dog. Um and One day she was asleep and she had this dream that one of the guys was above her in the bed and his hair was dangling on her. No. Like above her body and she woke up and had sleep paralysis and was like, whoa, what the hell? Mm -mm. Hair on her face. Mm -mm. Next day he passed away. (gasps) He'd passed away that night and I got shivers in my body.
0: Babes. See, dreams are so wild. I hate dreams. No. I don't think
1: about them. It freaks me out.
0: No, we love See, stuff dreams. like that happens. What, what is that? Well, that's the thing. But I think we have to start cataloguing and paying attention because the more we act like it's not important, we can't connect the dots of what it's meant to mean. Why are scientists like, oh, we don't know why you dream. Don't worry about it. Don't say that. Don't say that. Know. You've been exploring the same waters for the last 3,000 years and we're not going to worry about dreams. You know something. <laughs> so pull up. I think it's good for knowing
1: what you actually want. Hmm. If you have like a recurring dream that you're naked, then maybe you're worried about a talk.
0: My recurring dream is the apocalypse. Cis, yeah, The world flooding. Okay. <laughs>
1: www.beconcerned.com.au. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it.
0: <laughs> this is Flex and Froom's on Cater.
1: Flex, I've got a moral dilemma for you. As always, we love these on the Flex and Froom show. If you want to keep listening to our show, you can find it wherever you get your podcasts but for now, you're with the radio version 3 to 4 p.m. on Kedar 96.1 if you're listening in the car. This is from a woman in my Instagram DMs. I won't tell her name, but here it's it the is. first time. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a way to come it up. Last Christmas, my older sister and I had a fight because I made an apple pie. Very compelling start. I'm not sure what sparked her to be a Grinch on Christmas, but she was really awful. Mm. My whole family was like, lol, chill TF, sis. But then she went on to say my boyfriend and I didn't do anything to help organise Christmas when we were there on Christmas Eve, cleaning out the backyard, barbecue area and setting up misters for everyone. misters? misters? Maybe they live in Queensland. They get like mists because it's hot outside. Oh,
0: okay. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, no.
1: Months passed and I let it go. I distanced myself and set a new boundary. Love that for you. She picked up on my distance, note that I was never mean and sent me a very passive aggressive text, in quotation, why are, you, why are you surly with me again? Very old worldy. <laughs> I answered that I wasn't going to respond and that I was distancing myself to conserve my energy. She left my message on read. Months pass and she has forgotten the ordeal and is acting like we are best buds as is want to do with Sicily things. siblings, yeah. I organise a family dinner in the city, convenient for her, at a really bushy restaurant four weeks in advance. It's giving entrecote. I called her the day before to confirm numbers and she said, yep, I'm coming. Two hours before the event, she calls and says, I'm too hungover, I can't come. I calmly reacted saying it was okay. Two weeks later, I text her saying I was disappointed she didn't come because if I had done the same, she would have been mad.
0: Oh, the calm react and then the, the, the detonator two weeks later. <laughs> She said, actually,
1: if she didn't come, she would whoop my ass. Oh, okay. haven't heard that expression in a while. She got really angry and completely disregarded my feelings. Now, two months later, she's acting like nothing happened and has invited me to a Christmas party. Am I the asshole if I don't go? Oh, it's like that. So a whole year has passed. There's been months of passive aggressive backs and forwards. She wants to know this Christmas, is she turning a leaf? Or will she re Sicily
0: drama is very confusing to me. I don't have any sisters. I'm the youngest of three. My older brothers are older brothers and they're older brothers. You know what I'm saying? So my beef was with me and me my whole childhood. I don't understand the dynamics because as I'm listening, I'm like, you just let this stuff go. I'm like, you just have a fight and you get over it because there's nothing more disingenuous than trying to do healthy relationships with your siblings <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, open communication with a sibling forget about it forget about it you're stressing yourself out for no reason let it go in this instance though i always find when you're trying to figure out if it's worth it or not to be petty is can you handle the smoke mm-hmm. because with pettiness comes escalation and already it seems like you're kind of shaky about the back and forth i don't know if you can handle the smoke if this were to escalate further so should she go If she can handle it, if you can go and be cordial, go. If you can't go and you can't be cordial, then don't go. But I think either way you put it, you have to kind of, I hate to say it, be the bigger person. If you're trying to resolve anything, if you're happy to keep the relationship tense and terse, then save yourself the trip and the gift. I will say in this economy, saving the gift is a really good
1: idea because (laughs) if you go and you bought her a gift and she stings you again, you're going to feel this on many levels. Yeah, inflation is real. However, you must make amends with your siblings. I had 27 years, sorry, I had 23 years (laughs) not getting along with a sibling. Then something clicked this year and I've never turned back. My life is amazing now that
0: I don't fight with my sister. Yeah, but you've you've done it for nine months. Come on.
1: (laughs) Don't jinx it. We're talking about manifesting. You're manifesting a fight. Stop it. You tell me I manifest bad things. I'm just, you're manifesting I'm just a, a family rift. When this, when this falls down, I'm calling you. I'm sending you an invoice for psychology sessions because
0: I'm going to lose it. I agree. It's never good to maintain grudges or rifts or whatever, but I think relationships become what they were always going to be. Disagree. The pleasantries, once the pleasantries go away and the so-and-so and the boundaries aren't established and whatever, what you're left with is what you're left with. And in order to repair it, it requires intentional positive effort from both parties at the same time working towards a shared goal. If you're pissed off at her and she doesn't know and then you're like, should I go or not go because she's petty and then you pretend you're cool but then two weeks later you blow up at her, you're already not on the same page and everything feels like a tit for tat. Yeah. So unless you can go into this, um, this incident being like, I'm not, I'm not looking for bids, I'm not looking for warfare, I'm looking to resolve this by any means necessary, then you're not ready for a resolution. One person's going to make
1: the positive change first and if it doesn't work out,
0: try it again. I think both people need to be committed to positive change at the same time. They've already tried it. One person invited someone to a dinner. The other person canceled two hours before. One person's <laughs> inviting you to the Christmas dinner. This person's like, I'm still salty from last time. You're both going to be like, okay, what's going on? <clears throat> what's going on? We're gonna Are we going to fix check? this? Or do we just need to leave it for a sec? I often find that like in this instance, what they need, I think is just time. Time apart, get over it yourself, figure it out for yourself. And then when you come back, be like, okay, that was annoying. Let's not do that. That wasn't hot or sexy of us, was it? No, it was not.
1: We can repair and rebuild.
0: Yeah, we can repair and rebuild when we both really want it. Now it feels like one person's interested in like, well, I'll only go if this and so-and-so. It just, it feels like too much. I agree. This is Flex and Frooms on Kader. Do you know, I keep making ship captain references because last night I had this kooky dream. Mm-hmm. I was on a super yacht, but the inside felt like a train carriage. Okay. Do with that what you will. And something happened. I don't know what it was. There was like a confrontation. Like somebody thought that somebody else stole somebody's suitcase. And I was giggling at the back being like, this is so ridiculous. And then they turned on me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I thought I thought, I thought it was cool. Bunch of friends. Anyway, then the girl who got her suitcase stolen jumps off the yacht. And then when she jumps off, we go look over the railing. There's like a Loch Ness monster, like a Megalodon type thing. I'm like, whoa. She got eaten. Whirlpool starts happening. But it's not a, it's not a nightmare yet because it was still daytime and daytime. Anyway, you know what? Let's not get into it. I'm going to into it as we've gotten into it and yep. gotten out of it. <laughs> um, the whirlpools, I'm scared of that bit. Yeah, for real. I was reading
1: this fact online. It's a picture of Gordon Ramsay. I'm interested in Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. I don't know that much about him, but what I've seen I liked. He's had a full redemption. I remember thinking, he's so mean. And then we realised, oh, it's just a facade and he's actually really nice.
0: Yeah. Any thoughts on you him? need mean people.
1: Balance. I think the people that play mean people in TV are actually really nice in real life. Like me. Um... Anyway, this is the fact. Gordon Ramsay has chosen not to give his children a large inheritance and does not take them to expensive restaurants, not even his own. Whoa. And does not allow them to sit in first class on planes so that they're not spoiled.
0: Yeah, nice. You're into that? Yeah, I'm into it. I mean, I'm spoiling my children, but I think this is a better idea.
1: This is exactly where I wanted to take it, but I'll let him explain it. He has three daughters and one son. He's taught them all how to cook as a life skill, not a career path, mm-hmm. and he almost never brings them to fine dining establishments. He says, I've never really been turned on about the money. That's not my number one objective, and that's reflected in the way the kids are brought up.
0: Mm, see, that's where him and I differ.
1: <laughs> he also said that he will not be passing on his um, funds to his children because he's ultra rich, and this is including people such as Who Warren Who are they Buffett. going to? Um where are they going? See, now that's messed up. I'm not sure. However, other people that are not going to do that are Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, George Lucas and Sting. Let's cancel them all. <laughs> I mean, you have kids. You need to make their life not as painful as it is here on this gorgeous Literally, why life. are you going to
0: have kids unless you're going to spoil them? I don't understand. I do. I will say 50-50, which I guess is of all people. Yeah, that's fence-sitting. That's what we call I that. Have, <laughs> <laughs> my favourite position.
1: Um... People who have really rich parents, I don't think I want that. I think I want to become richer than my parents. I think that's evolution. I don't want to go backwards. Okay. So I, I wouldn't want ultra rich parents, you know. Okay. you got nowhere to to.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got got nowhere to aspire if to. If I could do it again, I definitely wouldn't have ultra rich parents.
1: Shut up. No, I'm not saying do it again. I say I don't want. My parents aren't ultra rich. <laughs> oh my god you always find a way to dodge we'll me but we get we get by <laughs> you know what i mean though like let's say you got real money like your parents have like holiday houses massive houses yachts amazing cars would i want that no because then i can't oh, chase my. it up
0: yeah no i'm not trying to rise and grind you think i work hard because i like working hard no okay i'm trying to i'm trying to ascend tax brackets. Right, I see. It's what like do you mean? Up. Working no, hard is not the fun
1: thing to do. I agree, but what I'm saying is, I don't want to go backwards. Like, it'd suck to grow
0: up with an incredible lifestyle. I, I did understand. Not get that. I understand. You're listening to Flex
1: and Frooms on Cater.
0: All I want to say in this moment heed my call. Listen closely. It doesn't make any sense why we don't all use bidets. Toilet paper makes no sense and it's been plaguing me for a couple of weeks now i don't know what happened to me something suddenly clicked let's not get too graphic right now it's where my mind is going yeah but take it out of that place okay (laughs) take it out of that so i am a big counter wiper this is not is not innuendo this is not a euphemism (laughs) i just like wiping my counters making sure (laughs) the surfaces are clean right (laughs) one day wet wipes or no i do a paper towel which i know people hate people hate that i get it but don't make that face i'm saying this plastic water bottle it is what it is (laughs) adjudicated (laughs) so i'm wiping the counter and i only have a certain like cleaning solution and I'm like I just want something a bit light I feel like it's not everyday chemicals and I have the sustainable one but it's really fragrant and I'm like it's just not what I need right now I just need something that's going to like clean it like a bit of vinegar or something and then I'm like and I was thinking to myself, oh, imagine if we didn't have like cleaning tools. We just have to wipe things like raw cloth. And then all of a sudden the neurons in my brain were firing. I was like, wait, we, we do do this. And I thought to the bathroom. In what world does it make sense just to wipe after you go number two? It doesn't. No matter how you want to spin it, it is immoral. <laughs> it's unhygienic. And it's disgusting.
1: Also, who came up with it to then put it down into water and flush it away? Yeah. Putting putting paper into water. I don't know. Have you ever seen a pipe burst and shit and toilet paper come out of it? That's when I realized this is not natural.
0: It doesn't make any sense, and I know big toilet paper's coming for me. <laughs> I know big toilet paper's checking for me, but I will not be silenced or censored. We do not need this much toilet paper. We need bidets. How do they? How do they get
1: the water off the asshole? We got a
0: drying system as well. You can air dry. What you just wheel your really ass around before yeah. you pull it up, or if necessary, we can get a little fan mechanism or. One or two little, little squares, a bit of a pat dry because my next beef, and I know we're getting graphic. I don't want to take it there. But when you're doing a little, little number one, little wheedle, the fact that people are going straight from wheedling to tissue. No. Why? No. What I've integrated, wheedle, wash with water, then pat dry. Because again, where are you getting the water? Oh, I got this amazing thing. I, I do like, You what, go to the sink and just dip it in. No, I don't know what it's, uh, what. Pregnant women, no, not pregnant, new mums use it after they've just given birth. It's like this little squeegee bottle and it's so like to clean out like the excess blood and stuff because you know they're bleeding a lot after you give birth. Anyway, you took it there. You're asking me questions. But again, how are you going straight from urinating and just patting off? You're leaving the excess. You're just patting dry. It doesn't make any sense. You need to wash that away and then pat. Do it for a couple of days. It'll change your life. I rest my case. Okay. What do people with penises do? They just shake it. I don't want to talk about them. (laughs) (laughs) Also, yeah, I'm not going to go into it actually.
1: That's cool. Well, have you it's a- not cool it's a crisis <laughs> okay well, you get a bidet put i think you can get like portable you can ones. get an
0: attachment there's a brand uh in america but they don't we don't have the same toilet so i'm currently looking for an australian brand who can make it for australian toilets and then that's me i think you need to start importing them <sighs> really think about it though i feel like you're not this is really this is serious <laughs> and you're acting like it's just chill and it's not chill okay think about it properly.
1: All right, you try it. I'll come over. Try yours. Got so much more to say, but we'll leave it there.
0: You do not. You never <laughs> yeah, with do. Flex and yeah. <laughs> You've been listening to the Flex and Frooms Daily Podcast. For more, tune into cater on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.